Love, or All You Need Is Love, was a famous Beatles song. And um, in many senses, it is a sentiment that is conveyed in today's uh, readings. People would say, what is love? Love is love. And we want to see what today's readings try to tell us. The word love comes across nine times in the second reading today and in the gospel today. Jesus is like in his final moments here on earth, he will be ascending. He gathers everybody, people really close to him together, and he gives one of the greatest commandments. In a way, he kind of summarizes everything that he did, his whole public ministry, in one commandment. Love one another as I love you. But the word love in today's culture is overused, misused, and somehow maybe lost, has lost its true meaning. We use the word love. I love ice cream, or I love my cat, my dog, or I love sports, I love to travel. Maybe I love the Real Madrid soccer team or the Barcelona soccer team. But is this the love that Jesus today is speaking about? So what is love? Well, in order to understand that love, love, according to the Greeks, uh, they classified love in different categories. So they had a word for love. One of the words was philia. It was like a friendship. It was a brotherly or a fraternal love. And, and that was one of the contexts in which it was used. So an example could be my loyalty to my family, my loyalty to my community, and all of this comes under philia. Then another category of love was eros, the English word erotic. It's the sexual love. Again, it's, it's a gift from God, but that is not what um, Jesus is talking about. So Jesus is talking about another love that the Greeks called agape. It's a sacrificial love. It's laying down one's life for the other. In many senses, the English word charity um, referred to agape love. But again, charity today has lost its context. If you say charity, people will think, oh, donating to a charitable organization. But that is not what charity meant. It meant agape love. It is the love of a mother for a sick child, or the love of an elderly husband caring for a wife with Alzheimer's. So there are three characteristics of agape love. The first is that this love is not a feeling. 
but it is a decision. In today's culture, we always have this idea of falling in love with somebody, right? Um, so, so when you, when we come across the, the Mediterranean concept of of let's say marriage, where you know a lot of the times the bride and the groom met on the day of their wedding, so they never fell in love, but they learned how to love each other. This is a concept that we you know is just out like we cannot. I mean. Today, we cannot understand this, but I come from India and, um, you know, India is a place of arranged marriages. Even my mother and father, you know, ma married, married and their marriage was an arranged marriage. And they have lived now, whatever, you know, 30, 35 or 40 years together and it works. Things have changed a little bit. My uh, sister and my, my brother also, in, in, in a sense, you know, it was an arranged marriage, but, it, but the concept has changed a little. So you meet, you know, um, the person probably a few, you, you know, you date a few, few times before the wedding and then you say, okay, I met three times, this is enough. I got an understanding, um, you know, let's get married. Um, so again, you learn how to love. And, and this is something that Jesus is uh, calling us to. But think about this, you know, even a couple, you know, initially it's like, you know, what we call a honeymoon, you fall in love and all of that. But at some time, these feelings go away. The romance kind of goes away and you still need to love the person. Um, it's a commitment. And again, that is what Jesus is talking about that deep sense of love. It's not at the surface, but it's deeper. And this is when Jesus also, you know, tells us, you know, one of his teachings is love your enemies. And again, we find it so difficult to, to understand that. I mean, how can I love my enemies? Because it is a decision. It's not a feeling. Jesus is not telling us like your enemies, because if he says like your enemies, it's going to be impossible because we cannot like everybody. Let's be honest. But we can love everybody. We can be kind to everybody. We can forgive everybody. The, the second characteristic of agape love is its action, its love in action. So it's not enough to say, I love you, um, but we have to put it into action in a concrete way. Um, Jesus says today in the gospel, no one has greater love than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. It's a self-giving, a self-sacrificial love. Um, and there are many examples of love and action. Um, one of them is Nelson Mandela, you know, uh, from the great country of South Africa. Um, he, was, he went to the prison for his fellow people. Um, for their rights. He was willing to go to prison. And that is what we're talking about in you know, love in action. Finally, um, a characteristic of, of agape love is a mission. It, it has to be a mission for life. 
Uh, we are all called to be ambassadors of love, right? Or missionaries of love. And one of the greatest examples um, is the missionaries of charity. Um, Saint Teresa of Kolkata, you know her as Mother Teresa, and um, she received this charism of caring for the poorest of the poor. And some people asked her once, like, how do you do this? Like, I mean, people dying on the streets, like, in horrible conditions. How do you, you know, how do you love them? And for her, the answer was very simple. They begin their day with the Eucharist, with the Holy Mass. That's where they draw the strength. Another, another word for the Eucharist is it's an agape meal, right? Jesus offering himself, laying down his life. Um, every time we celebrate um, the Holy Eucharist. And as we partake in this meal, we get the strength to lay down our lives for others, to love those who are difficult to relate to, maybe impossible to like, but I get that strength from the Eucharist. And what I finally receive as a fruit of living this agape love is joy. And a lot of the time we're chasing for joy, we're chasing for happiness. But deep down, we, you know, if you look around, look at those who are the most loving people and you will invariably find that they are the most joyful people. A group of people who live agape love, who live a love that is sacrificial, a love that which is a decision, which is an action, which is a mission, is our mothers. All of you who are mothers, you live this agape love. Um, you know, I can think of my own mother um, who lived, made many sacrifices, you know, um, in order to raise uh, me up and my siblings. Um, so, so each of us have a true presence of this agape love in our own lives. So we've got to be grateful, you know, for our mothers. Um, and, um, and as we gather here today, and especially pray for them, that God may reward them in many, many ways, um, um, you know, with eternal life, uh, for all the sacrifices um, that they make. So let us, um, as we prepare for this agape meal, let us pray that we may be able to live this commandment of Jesus, which is to love one another as, as Jesus loves us.